millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. Hope you guys are having a lovely day. Do me a favor, if you're just coming on in, if you haven't yet, please hit the like button, hit the red pill, help me out by sharing the show. If you're not a subscriber, then please consider hitting the subscribe button. If you want to support the show, there's many different ways. You'll see them on screen. My name, as always, is Zach Payne, the corruption detector. And today, my friends, we are going to be doing nothing less. First of all, I want to start off with a follow-up to my stories on Javier Millet yesterday. Some people are worried about him, what he's done, what he's planning on doing. All I can say is that the proof is in the pudding, and he hasn't even been sworn in yet. But the one thing we do have to go on are public statements, writings, philosophies. There's actually quite a bit that we could look at that can show us what type of a leader Javier Malay is going to be. Most importantly, though, media matters for America. They are now in the crosshairs, not only by Elon Musk, but a couple of states. Sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn. We're going to be right back after this. 
Our national debt is a real-world problem. Our government spends more on interest payments than it does funding the Pentagon. And Biden, well, he wants to raise taxes on businesses and the wealthiest people to use the additional revenue only to fund social welfare programs. We've gone from $6 trillion in debt to $34 trillion in just 20 years. In 2010, our debt was $13 trillion. In gold, it was $1,000 an ounce. By 2020, our debt was $23 trillion and gold gold was $1,500 an ounce. Well, here we are in 2023. We have a $33 trillion debt and gold is $2,000 an ounce. Speaker of the House Mike Johnson recently warned that our greatest threat to national security isn't Russia. It isn't China. It's our national debt. So call the proud Americans of the Patriot Gold Group today before it's too late. Mention Zach Payne and Red Pill 78 and you'll always get best in class service from Patriots protecting Patriots. Patriot Gold Group has the no fee for life IRA where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver and you may be eligible for the no fee for life IRA on qualifying rollovers. So give them a call today at 888-857-6092 to get their free investor guide today. Patriot Gold Group is a consumer affairs top rated gold IRA dealer for seven years in a row. Once again, give them a call today at 888-857-6092. Mention me, Zach Payne and Red Pill 78. I want to specifically thank Patriot Gold for becoming a sponsor of this channel. And when you support my sponsors, you also support this channel. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I hope you're having a lovely day. Delay is so obvious. Delay is obvious. Wants to know what kind of pain am I bringing today? Well, obviously, I'm bringing myself these velvet pipes, but the pain that comes accompanied with the truth. Here's the thing. It should be rather painless unless you're an enemy of the truth. Then perhaps you might have a rude awakening or two in store for you. But trust me, my friends, we are going to be shining a light on the truth. We have many different stories that I want to expose to you today, and I would like to get right into it and begin with an update, a follow-through, you might say, on my story yesterday regarding brand-new Argentinian president Javier Millet. Now, in the comments of the video, in a couple of different places, I saw people suggesting that he is a puppet of the World Economic Forum, that he's not as he seems. So let's take a look. Now, this is an article from The National File. Now, I also, I just want to uh, uh, put a little bookend on that statement. Um, you know, I reported on Javier Malay yesterday uh, knowing a fair amount about his background. I've been looking into him for a while because, you know, I saw this guy on Tucker Carlson a couple of months back. Uh, he seemed to be very passionate. He had uh, uh, theories and uh, and philosophies that I personally espoused. I thought were good for Latin America, certainly good for Argentina. So I wanted to know a little bit about him. So the National File, which is a republication that I trust, uh, you know, by and large, mostly we seem to align on a fair number of our positions. They believe that Javier Malay is not what he seems, that he is being positioned as an outsider by both the left and the right 
But basically everybody is getting it wrong because they believe he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. And from what I can tell, the entirety of that belief circles around the fact that one time, like back in 2012, he spoke at a World Economic Forum event. Now, I want to preface that by telling you that uh, Javier Malay has been like the top economist in Argentina for decades, for the last like 21 years, he's been a professor teaching micro and macro economics, economics for economists, uh, and uh, essentially being a proponent of the free market. He's a student of the School of Austrian Economics. This is a guy who knew by the age of 18 that he wanted to be an economist, and he began to position himself to help out the Argentinian economy. He's also got a lot of writing under his belt. You know, in two decades of teaching at university there in Argentina, he has published something like 50 papers uh, surrounding his specific economic theories. He's always been a vocal opponent of cultural Marxism, of socialism. And uh, he he, like the way he acts, like the hair and stuff. Somebody uh, earlier had suggested that, oh, you know, he kind of looks like Boris Johnson. Like it's just it's an act. You know, it's the crazy hair. uh, It's the the wild affectation. You know, it's not genuine. His nickname as a young man was the madman because he's always been like that. So. If this is a con, it is a decades-long con, and you can go back and look through his pre- his previous positions. He's also like the most filmed and interviewed economist in the entire country of Argentina, so there is no shortage of footage of him answering questions and challenging people who would specifically align with organizations like the World Economic Forum and their current set of goals. So – Why did he go to this event at uh, the World Economic Forum? Well, uh, the World Economic Forum at this time was seeking to gain a toehold in Latin America, likely because there's cheap labor down there. It's one of the last places in the in the world that they haven't really been able to insert insert themselves. And of course, uh, they wanted to ensure that cultural Marxism would continue down there, really make a resurgence after a series of kind of, you know, swings of the pendulum, if you will, between the left and the right. And so Javier Malay uh, was there as a representative of the Corporation America Internacional. He was the chief economist there at that organization at that time. Now, he no longer holds that position, but because he was working there, they invited him and this organization and all these other organizations to come and speak at this event. Uh, and it was uh, uh, specifically on investing in human capital. So Javier Malay's whole career has been about raising up the people of Argentina through the strengthening of their economy and doing the exact opposite of what the former Argentinian regime was doing. I would say that the former Argentinian regime was far more aligned with the goals of socialism, cultural Marxism, and also what the World Economic Forum wants to do uh, to gain footholds in various countries. If there is total economic collapse in Argentina, and they're very close, uh, then that would allow the uh, the International Monetary Fund, the World Bank, the World Economic Forum to come in, and, and they could essentially set the stage, telling the people of Argentina, so you have to hit these goals, ESG, diversity, equity, and inclusion, and only then are we going to save you from the pits of the abyss. 
So Javier Malay spoke at this one event in 2014. It's the only thing he's ever done with the World Economic Forum. He hasn't remained a global partner. Uh, he hasn't continued to speak at events and specifically espouse the, the the thoughts and the philosophies of the World Economic Forum. When you go look at the World Economic Forum's website, they have uh, one listing for the Corporation America Internationale, which apparently is still somehow partnered with the World Economic Forum. Javier Malay's profile is still there. But all it does is talk about his career as an economist in the country of Argentina. If you go and look at their list of current strategic partners, Javier Malay is not listed. In fact, the country of Argentina is not listed. So Javier Malay is not preparing to come into Argentinian government and make this dramatic partnership with the World Economic Forum and strengthen their position down there. In fact, if you go to the World Economic Forum's website, there's only two articles that have anything to do with Argentina. Number one is about a new law in Argentina that could change the lives of the transgender community. That was from 2021. And then also back in 2018, something about the economic woes of Turkey, Indonesia, and Argentina. What are the commonalities, the common points between them? So from everything I can gather... The association that Javier Malay had with the World Economic Forum was fleeting at best and was not something that I believe a whole lot of emphasis should be put on. Certainly, I don't believe that it warrants the full-scale just dooming that I saw a number of people doing, suggesting that he must be controlled by the WEF. Uh, that everything he does is going to be uh, disingenuous. He was planted there. If he was planted there, then the World Economic Forum raised him to become a high-profile member of the School of Austrian Economics, which is completely in the opposite direction of everything that the current economic masters want to do. Uh, and they would have required him to be under deep cover for decades and decades. I simply don't think that's logical. Now, I want to go back to what I said earlier. The proof is going to be in the pudding. We're going to have to see what he does when he comes into power. Now, one thing that I can tell you uh, is that one of the things that he has promised to do is to get rid of the peso, the Argentinian peso, and then tie their money to the United States dollar. And it might be easy to say, okay, well, you know, he's just going from, you know, oh, and he's going to he's going to disband the central bank. All right. So it might be easy to say, well, he's going to disband the central bank, but then he's going to tie the currency to another central bank, which is the Federal Reserve. Well, uh, one of his famous quotes about central banks is that you've got bad central banks, really bad central banks, and then uh, just terrible central banks. The bad ones like the Federal Reserve, the really bad ones like the Central Bank of Argentina, and then the really, really bad ones like all of the rest of them in Latin America. So by my assumption, my discernment, because somebody told me to have better discernment when talking about this stuff, was that the brand new president of Argentina, Javier Malay, uh, is somebody that at the very least we need to give an opportunity to see what he does for the people. Now, I knew all of this yesterday, but I didn't think it was necessary. However, clearly there are some people who did not adequately use their discernment and they just went by whatever, you know, some podcaster said suggesting that Javier Malay can't be trusted. Uh, I think that that's a mistake. 
And uh, I hope that if you're one of those people out there and you didn't look into him as deeply as uh, as I just you know helped you, uh, that perhaps you know you can go ahead and do that in the future and make up your own mind. All right, make up your own mind. Uh, an excellent indication of future behavior is past behavior. And Javier Malay's past behavior shows that he is exactly who he says he is. And he's going to do exactly what he says he's going to do for the people of Argentina. And I think that he's going to be a major strategic partner for President Trump when he comes back into power. And that's going to give the United States uh, a lot of authority and uh, also you know partnerships down there in Latin America. So I think it's a good thing. All right. Hopefully you guys understood that. Um Yes, the proof will be in the pudding. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, like, I'm not ready to condemn the guy, and uh, I, I'm also not ready to say, like, you know, he's going to be exactly what he says. All we can do is wait. All we can do is wait. You know, by by saying that uh, that Javier Malay is, uh, is a bad dude because he spoke at one event at the WEF. But, by the way, nobody was paying attention to the World Economic Forum in 2014. Okay, it wasn't until Klaus Schwab wrote The Great Reset that people started thinking, oh, my God, you know, this is who's behind everything. Uh, so, you know, the um, it would be like suggesting that uh, that President Trump has got to be compromised because Joe Biden's a bad dude. And Barack Obama's a bad dude. President Trump came in the middle of them. Uh, and, you know, I, I saw people saying that, you know, oh, they let him win. They let him win. And that's the only reason they let him in, because he's going to he's going to play ball. He's going to do what they want. I just don't think that's the case. You know, I mean, uh, if, if that's the case, then you'd have to make the same argument for President Trump in 2016. President Trump was able to overcome insurmountable odds. The people of Argentina are sick and tired of socialism. They know it's destroying them. So they've got to move on to something else. Now, we can also look at the way that the, the rest of the world's governments are reacting to Malay. Uh, and one of the people, one of the governments that he said he was leery of maintaining partnerships was China. So China lashed out. They said, hey, guess what, buddy? Your country is too poor to cut ties with us. Uh, And uh, Chinese state media is declaring it an impossibility. They're saying that if Argentina cuts ties with Beijing following Malay's victory, then it's going to be a disaster for the people of Argentina. Uh, And that the uh, Communist Party is in great favor among many civilized nations, suggesting that Argentina is not a civilized nation if they don't want to do business with commies. Uh, Well, uh, Millet has been very open, very vocal about his opinion of communists, his opinion of socialism, his opinions of uh, cultural Marxism. And I think that that, that's the direction that it's going to go. We'll wait and see. We'll see what happens. All right. Now, uh, speaking about Marxism here in our own nation, uh, somebody who I feel fairly comfortable saying is not a good person. Uh, first of all, Napkinator79 says, uh, Zach has top-notch discernment. I appreciate him for helping me see things clearly. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you, uh, Napkinator. Thank you for the uh, donation. And uh, thank you very, very much for being here, as always. So Governor Kathy Hochul, about a week ago, I brought you a story about her plans to institute a sort of ministry of truth in the state of New York. Well, she has laid out exactly what that plan is going to be. This is going to be an initiative uh, specifically focusing on elementary and high school students, so K through 12. And the idea is to combat what they call conspiracy theories, misinformation, 
Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Disinformation and online hate. So they're going to be tracking what your children say. If you live in New York, they're going to be tracking what your children are writing online. I saw an interesting ad the other day that I thought was pure propaganda because I just don't believe this is happening. A father in a pickup truck, he and his, he's driving with his son and he pulls over on the side of the road and he stops and he turns to his boy and he says, I've seen what you've been writing online. He's like, I didn't raise you like that. What the hell's wrong with you? Hitler was right. How can you say that? And then the camera goes to the back seat and they're sitting in front of a synagogue. And he says, go tell him that yourself. Go tell him Hitler was right. And it's a bunch of Jewish families walking out of the synagogue. Pretty as you please. You know, they're in the rain, but, you know, they're very happy, very happy. 
and the boy is, uh, of course, shamed. <laughs> and uh, and the son and the son looks shamefully at his father, and the dad says, "You know, I love you, son. Uh, I love you, son. I don't want to see you doing that again." And then it goes into a listing, like apparently like thirty eight thousand times last year, somebody wrote Hitler was right online. Uh, I just do not think that that is a widespread problem. I think that pretty much everybody. I mean, we fought Hitler and Germany in World War II. Uh, and it's quite obvious that if you write something like that online, then people are going to be coming after you in droves. All right. I realize we are rejecting the idea of hate speech. We're rejecting the idea of this, like, you know, cultural programming and stuff. Um, but uh, the people who are actually saying that, are the ones that Israel is fighting. Let's be really honest here, okay? But, of course, the ADL and uh, whoever made this ad, they can't attack these people directly because then they would be Islamophobes. It's like they want to push everybody between these two doors. You're either an Islamophobe or you're an anti-Semite. And there's no middle road, okay? Because, you know, it's one or the other. Uh, and, and if you look unfavorably on any group for the ways they act. Okay, well, here it is. You are now in the bucket of hate speech. Well, if you also believe that the election system is not secure, mm -mm -mm, that's misinformation. That's a conspiracy theory. Let me tell you something else. Argentina, they had something like 35 million votes. They counted them in one day. Paper ballots. Did you guys know that? In Argentina, they have paper ballots. I think that had a large amount of of influence over Javier Malay winning that election because they didn't have Venezuelan electronic voting machines. Okay. And again, they counted them all in less than a day. Why is it that in certain places here in the United States where they have all electronic voting, they still can't count the ballots all at once? Well, it's because there's a real problem with them. It takes them so long to do it so that they can successfully steal elections when they need to, pad votes when they need to, subtract votes when they need to. It's not legit. It's not real. 35 million votes? You know what? We got 10 times that many people here in the United States. How many of them are actually going to vote? All right. Maybe half of them at the end of the day, maybe more because of how important this next election is going to be. But it goes to show you that it's possible, okay? But you go and say something like that in the state of New York, and Kathy Hochul's going to come for you. Kathy Hochul and her Orwellian dystopian surveillance apparatus. The government is going to be watching, listening, and tracking everything you say. This is a $3 million plan. She is expanding her own domestic terrorism prevention units, threat assessment, and management division. They're going to be training at colleges and universities. And this is going to ensure that every single college campus in the state of New York has these tools at their disposal. So she's going to be putting together teams that are working to identify violent threats. They're going to be looking at your Instagram posts or your tweets about your favorite football team. And they're not here to penalize anyone for their political views. This is actual quote from Kathy Hochul. She says they have a simple goal to find out what's driving hateful behavior and intervene early before harm is done. I'll tell you what's driving hateful behavior. 
It's the rhetoric from the mainstream media that's driven a wedge between people of all races for the last, you know, I don't even know how many years, okay, at least since the Obama administration. I remember before Obama, it was like racism was over in America. Sure, there's isolated pockets of stupid people all over the place. You got people who are going to be mean. They're going to they're going to uh, judge you and, and address you in a certain way. OK, get over it, Ninny. It's freaking America. You may not like it. You may not enjoy hearing people say certain things, but stand up for yourself. Don't be a wimp and don't go running to the government when you don't like what somebody says. Don't go running to the brand new 1984 Big Brother surveillance apparatus to ensure that your neighbor doesn't say something mean. Okay, go hash it out with them. Get out from behind your stupid keyboard and go talk to somebody. Stop sitting around getting triggered because people don't talk the way you want them to. I realize I'm not talking to you guys, all right? That should be very, very clear. I'm talking to all of the ninnies out there who can't get past the idea that people would speak in a way that they don't approve of. Again, it's freaking America. That's going to happen. All right. If we have to accept the way that you speak, you have to accept the way we speak. And my speech should not be defined based upon your whims on a given day. Today, it's they, them. Tomorrow, it's he, the, he, he, him. <laughs> the next day, it's uh, uh, unicorns or something like that. Anyways, this is an opportunity for Kathy Hochul to pump more money into this spying apparatus, which is going to allow them to keep track of everybody. No, yes, they're going to be looking at your tweets and your Instagram posts about football and your 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 how you're pissed off at the New York Giants or something like that. But that means they're going to be looking at every single post. Okay, and they may not they may not like publicly be prepared to attack you for your political speech, but you better believe you're going to be put into buckets. It's exactly what happens. We've seen content moderation in action on so many different occasions. We have 36 county based threat assessment management teams. Every single county in the state of New York is going to have a group which is specifically looking at you and your children. They're tackling over 50 cases a week. I'd love to see the demographics on those cases. Uh, and she says there's also going to be a push for developing the a media literacy toolkit for the youngins, K through 12. This is going to be the official sources, right? This is the, the official government narrative as approved by Kathy Hochul. What is it safe for you to learn? Where should you go? To get your news. It's like if you go on a number of these different mainstream platforms, it's like authoritative sources. We don't want you going to an independent broadcaster. We don't want you looking in to hard hitting journalism. We want to spoon feed you the exact series of words, phrases and punctuation that is going to make you a productive member of society. Productive should be read as compliant. So keep your eyes open. If anybody out here is from New York, I, I think that this is going to blow up. I think it's going it's not going to be good. They're, they're going to start using this as an excuse to spy on people and they're going to you're going to have cops show up at your house. Excuse me, sir. Remember uh, what happened in Australia during the pandemic? Somebody posts on their Facebook about how they don't like the policy of the government and you've got police showing up at their houses. 
Kathy Hochul's one step away from that. One freaking step away. All right. So continuing on, this is uh, an interesting development, and it shows you how we are one step closer to full-scale global conflict. Apparently, civilian airplanes, as they travel through the Middle East, are having their GPS hacked. And as far as we can tell so far, the experts really have no idea how it's being done. Now, what's really scary about this is it's it's happening to civilians. Can you imagine if a rogue actor takes down a civilian jetliner in the middle of the desert uh, and they can use that as an excuse to go after whomever they want. Oh, it was this offshoot group of this unknown terrorist organization and they were out in the middle of the Kandahar Desert or maybe they were hanging out on the fringes of Qatar or perhaps even in Saudi Arabia. And of course, we have strategic partners over there. They're never going to go to war with them, but there's some definite ones that they want to go to war with. We're talking about like Iran and uh, even perhaps Syria. So this is not like a series of random events. We're talking about over 50 reported attacks of this exact kind. And uh, from what I understand, the aviation industry is pretty worried. Uh, This might be enough to make them stop flying over the Middle East. Uh, Also, uh, the idea that they don't know how it's happening. They don't know how it's being done. They don't know how to fix it. That means that if they continue to fly through the Middle East – They're simply just going to have to deal with it. And the pilots, man, I hope that they're uh, good at flying by their uh, uh, line of sight because otherwise uh, it's going to be a delicate balance of keeping planes away from each other and not flying into each other. So this has been happening since late August. Kind of crazy. We're only just hearing about it now. This happened well before October 7th. uh, So you can't really say it's got anything to do with that. Uh, And uh, it's it's above – mostly above Israel, Egypt, and Iraq. Now, that is interesting to me because uh, Israel, you know, obviously it's a Jewish state. Uh, Egypt and Iraq, these are Muslim states. So uh, you can't just say that it's uh, it's happening over these, these Islamic, these areas of Islamic extremism. Uh, I'd be interested to know where exactly over Israel it's happening. And uh, I would have to believe that at some point they've got to be able to figure this out. So th- this is information that's coming from the FAA. They put out a warning, a safety risk, uh, safety of flight risk to civilian aviation operations. Uh, and uh, a number of international pilots and technicians uh, have experienced it. It's not been relegated to any one country or another. So this specific mode of attack, it's called GPS spoofing. The navigation systems on these planes have been given counterfeit coordinates. If they hadn't realized it, they might you know, fly into something. They might, uh, you know, perhaps fly into another plane. Uh, and it, it's not specifically relegated to airplanes. It can happen to any mode of transportation that's using GPS uh, to navigate. Uh, Ten years ago, this was uh, first popularized when a group of college students at uh, University of Texas bragged that they had moved an $80 million yacht off its course as a school project. And then in 2015, a security researcher hacked a United Airlines flight and modified its course as a warning over security flaws. So some white hat hacking going on there, but <clears throat> not too cool if you're the one in the plane. 
Uh, so it's happened on a number of different occasions. And I, I suppose my only warning would be if you're going to be on a commercial flight that's going over the Middle East, you might want to, I don't know, rethink it, rethink it. Uh, let me say thank you to a couple of the people over here on the foxhole at pilled.net. Porpoiseful, thank you for the cookie. Thank you, Sean Joe and Leanne63 as well. Thank you, Loop to Loop, for that pair of shades. Thick Ray, thank you for the shades as well. Redeemed Patriot says, Argentinian president calling for Trump's return. Yes, yes, that's one of the things he's saying. And I, I feel like that aligns with exactly the, uh, the, the, the state of mind that he's shown us over the years. Uh, who cares? Says, high five, Zach. GPS over the Middle East is being jammed by all sides to prevent rockets from hitting targets. Oh, well, that's interesting. I wonder why the FAA didn't say that. That makes a lot of sense. All right. Well. Uh, I guess mystery solved. Still, I wouldn't want to be flying through the Middle East. All right. So getting back to the idea of Trump's return. Uh, Morning, Joe Scarborough. Um, (laughs) Morning, Joe, uh, dead assistant Scarborough had a bit of an unhinged meltdown talking about the possibilities of what may come when President Trump returns. And uh, as we've shown you every single day, President Trump's popularity continues to rise. All of the polling indicates that, well, as of right now, that he would win every single primary. There would not be a single candidate that would be able to defeat him. And then when you get to the general election, Trump continues to win. I hope that we have a clean sweep across the entirety of the United States. I'm not naive enough to believe that that's a possibility, though. I I think that they certainly are going to be cheating uh, in as many areas as they possibly can. And uh, we're just going to have to really, really work hard on this. there are a lot of people who believe that there's no possible way we can win the election. Uh, and I think that they're right in terms of the current mode of electing a president. If all of the same cheating apparatus are allowed to exist come 2024, then there's no way that uh, that it's going to be any different. Um, but we have a very different set of circumstances this time with multiple candidates, not just uh, two candidates. We're going to have uh, RFK Jr. We might even have a couple of other ones in there. I mean, Jill Stein uh, for the Green Party, she's going to be running. So she's going to be on the ticket. I mean, I don't even think they're going to be holding a primary. They're just going to be putting her on the ballot. I don't know how many ballots, uh, or how many states, rather, uh, those third-party candidates are going to be able to get on. Uh, but I hope it's all 50 Because those candidates are only going to pull votes away from Joe Biden. The possibility of Joe Biden cheating or whoever the Democratic nominee is in the end, the possibility of them cheating is going to be reduced significantly. It's going to be a different scenario. So uh, we just need to continue to work our damnedest to ensure that that happens. So uh, earlier, Joe Scarborough and his wife, who was once his mistress, Mika Brzezinski, uh, were speaking about an article that was featured in the New York Times. Trump's dire words raise new fears about his authoritarian bent. There's nothing authoritarian about Donald Trump. There's something restorative about Donald Trump. He's talking about locking up the guilty. He's talking about prosecuting people who have attempted to destroy him and attempted to destroy the United States of America. This is about so much more than President Trump just getting revenge. Although 
I don't begrudge him that. I think that he should get revenge. It just so happens that the revenge for whatever's been done to him personally happens to perfectly coincide with the people who are guilty of committing treason against the United States of America. So uh, in the piece, authors Michael C. Bender and Michael Gold use a couple of examples, liberals, Democrats, and never Trumpers, all people who would have nothing good to say about President Trump, make the case that President Trump's rhetoric is somehow going to turn America towards fascism and uh, destroy American democracy. So Scarborough went on this tirade, uh, which became more and more unhinged as he went on. Let's go ahead and take a listen to Joe Scarborough, because I got to have a responsibility to to really to tune out the voices of of the haters, of of the people that are constantly uh, double and triple checking and shilling for him and suggesting (laughs) that somehow they're being biased, bending over backwards, treating him like a normal candidate. He's not a normal candidate. He is running to end American democracy as we know it. He's an authoritarian who a, a court uh, in, in Colorado two days ago ruled that that he led an insurrection against the United States government. He's so that judge in Colorado had found that she believed that President Trump, through incitement, had committed insurrection. But here's the thing. He didn't doesn't matter what she says. What was important was the verdict. And the verdict was she couldn't keep him off the ballot. That decision is going to carry weight and precedence all around the country in any of these states where they're trying to keep President Trump off the ballot. They simply will not be able to do it. They can lie. They can cheat. They can say whatever they want about him. It doesn't make any of it true. And it certainly doesn't change the minds of his supporters. It's not shilling Mika and Joe, it's supporting the candidate that you know is best for America. What's shilling is when people like you two show up on MSNBC or another talking head program and and discuss the possibility of America, how wonderful America is with Joseph Robinette Biden, the leader of a criminal organization sitting in the White House. That's shilling. It's when you know you're being disingenuous, but you do it anyway. When you pretend that you hold the moral high ground. Well, guess what, Joe and Mika? We don't have to pretend about anything. We do hold the moral high ground. We have better policies. We have better plans to save America. The Democrats have had their chance. We knew under Barack Obama that you guys were full of shit. We knew that you didn't know what the hell you were doing. Well, let me rephrase that. We knew you didn't know how to save America. You sure as hell knew how to destroy it, though, because that's the only thing you've done. And let me also ask a question. He says President Trump's not a normal candidate. He's absolutely normal. He's a normal, average, everyday American who has felt the brunt, the full weight of this authoritarian regime putting its boot upon the back of its neck, spending many millions of dollars to try to destroy him. This is just what has been done to average everyday Americans all over this country. President Trump is representative of the plight of the American people. I'll tell you what, President Trump's never had an aide show up dead in his office on Capitol Hill. Joe, do you know anything about that?
charged with leading schemes to help overthrow the United States government. So so if they want to frame it uh, that way, that's fine. If, if you want to be fair, if you want to be fair, then you will frame this uh, as uh, Joe Biden being the candidate that supports American democracy and Donald Trump, a candidate who supports a new form of government here, this authoritarian. What Joe Biden supports is the manufacturing of crimes and misdemeanors and felonies, the absolute crushing of your political opponents. That's what Joe Biden supports. Joe Biden supports a banana republic. The Democrats largely support a banana republic. They support lying, cheating, and stealing to get whatever you want. The country be damned. President Trump is the exact opposite of that. And this scares the crap out of them. This scares them so much because they know they can't compete. The only thing they can attempt to do is what worked for them before, which is crafting this BS fake news narrative. Well, guess what? Nobody buys it anymore, Joe. Nobody is with you anymore. Hardly anybody's even watching MSNBC unless, like me, they're making fun of you really that simple and by the way reverend now when people go oh you can't compare him he to past nazi leaders you can't compare him to this past nazi leader or that past fascist leader because he hasn't done that well what hasn't he done he hasn't done the things that the american judicial system did not allow him to do last time but may very well allow him to do this time or a judicial system that will be ignored by Donald Trump and ran over by Donald Trump to create the greatest constitutional crisis of our lifetimes. Just because he hasn't done it yet doesn't mean he won't do it when he gets a chance to do it. And if he- Trust me. Trust me, everyone, is what he's saying. Donald Trump is going to do something bad. Never mind you, Donald Trump previously had his opportunity in the White House to do whatever he wanted, to use unrestrained power to crush his political enemies. What was the first thing he did when he came into office? The exact opposite. He should have put Hillary Clinton in prison. We all would have cheered for him. But if he would have done that, he would have reinforced everything they said about him. No, this is, again, an episode of pure projection that Joe Scarborough is taking the attributes of Joe Biden and trying to place them upon the shoulders of Donald Trump. He essentially goes on to say that President Trump is just going to execute his enemies. What do you mean? What do you mean? Do you, do you mean like the current DOJ? Uh, how, how many how many people from January 6th were charged with, you know, decades in prison and then just ended their lives because they thought they were over? You know, I'd call that execution. Uh, I would certainly call the housing of defendants from January 6th in deplorable, disgusting conditions without due process, without the right to a speedy trial. I would consider that to be an affront to democracy, certainly an affront to our republic. But Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski and all of the other talking heads, all they know how to do is try to scare people, try to come up with the most ridiculous scenarios. Well, you know what? We've seen what it looks like when an authoritarian regime uses its power to destroy an individual because we've seen it every single day. 
That's this current regime. They have used the power of the federal government to try to destroy people individually and collectively. Take as an example today, uh, earlier, I, I don't think that this was updated, but uh, Harrison Floyd, he's the former leader of Black Voices for Trump. He's one of the many defendants in the Fannie Willis fake RICO case against President Donald when it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Donald Trump. So Floyd was charged with three counts. Count one, RICO. Counts 30 and 31, conspiracy to commit solicitation of false statements and writings and influencing a witness. Both of them are garbage. So the reason he's back in the news is because earlier today there was a hearing uh, in Georgia to revoke his bail. Let me remind you, Harrison Floyd was the, the only person who they would not let out on bail when he initially was arrested. Now, why do you think that is? Well, Harrison Floyd happens to be the same guy who was trying to force through his lawyers Fulton County to release the evidence that they have of the votes, all of the election records. Well, turns out that likely Fulton County doesn't have those records, even though they were required by law to maintain them. Floyd's argument through his attorneys was that what happens if we show Trump won? If we show that Trump won, there would be no false statements. The indictment, the charges would go away, not just against Harrison Floyd, but against the rest of the defendants, including President Trump. So the Georgia Secretary of State eventually agreed uh, not to stop this, quash it, it's called. Uh, and so the order for the subpoena of these election records uh, was supposed to move through the courts to continue on. Now, we don't have a final verdict on that. The Fulton County Elections Board, uh, they are very hesitant to release anything. Uh, it's looking like they probably don't have the election records that Harrison Floyd is looking for. Uh, and a, a decision is supposed to be forthcoming in early December. So if they can put Harrison Floyd in prison, they can keep him indefinitely. They can make his life a living hell, perhaps like – Sidney Powell and uh, Jenna Ellis and Kenneth Chesborough, maybe he'll just relent. Maybe he'll stop fighting. Maybe he will say, you know what, I will take a reduced plea deal. I will write an apology letter. I'll plead guilty to jaywalking, and then I'll go on probation for the next six years. I think that's what they're hoping he's going to do. Uh, this is nothing more than another intimidation tactic, again, from an authoritarian regime to try to cut, crush an individual person who's simply fighting for their rights, fighting for their rights to survive, fighting for the rights to free and fair elections, fighting for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. These people are sick. You guys, when we come back on the other side of the break, we're going to talk about Elon Musk's lawsuit against Media Matters for America. I'm pretty excited about this one. So we'll be back after this. 
So recently, I've told you guys about a breakthrough new anti-aging remedy that I've been using that keeps me energized all day long. I just take a teaspoonful of C60 Evo olive oil in the morning, and I notice better mental focus, flexibility, and physical endurance. Now, it's rare to feel improvements this quickly. I also end up sleeping deeper at night, so it's really helpful. Their peptide and ESS60 hair and lotion renewal formulas are exceptional because they really work. And C60 Evo's lab has been manufactured manufacturing this Nobel Prize winning miracle molecule for 32 years in their Houston, Texas Patriot-owned lab. ESS60 is the upgraded version of the carbon-60 molecule. It's specifically made for both people and pets. It's a potent and effective way for people's lives to be improved all around the world. So maximize your health and enjoy noticeable results with C60 Evo organic edible oils, skin serums, and pet products. You can buy with confidence from C60 Evo, and you can use my personal code for a discount at checkout. Simply go to c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and then when you're there, use code redpill78 for an additional 10% off your entire order. Once again, that's c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, and we're back. So we spoke a little bit yesterday about Elon Musk's impending lawsuit against Media Matters for America. And a lot of people had wondered yesterday, is Elon Musk all talk or did he actually file? Well, the news eventually came out that, yes, in fact, Elon Musk and his ex-organization did, in fact, file a lawsuit against Media Matters for America, what is essentially a privately run, funded but government-connected watchdog organization. That's what they call themselves, a left-wing watchdog organization. Their entire mission is to shut down voices like mine, voices like yours, voices that are speaking the truth, that are speaking out against the media narrative that they want to spin. Their narrative would be the same as Joe and Mika's. Their narrative would be the same as the Washington Post or the New York Times. All very prestigious fake news organizations. So the whole lawsuit is in regards to Media Matters faking, that's right, faking posts showing that placement of advertisements on X were next to neo-Nazi content. Uh, this is uh, a typical sort of strategy uh, that the organization has used in the past to trigger ad boycotts for corporations or to remove the revenue from people like me and uh, many of my friends in the podcasting world. So the court case was filed in the U.S. District for the Northern U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Texas. That's going to become very important in just a moment. Twitter is accusing them of distorting the likelihood that ads would appear next to alleged hate speech. In fact, it was highlighted as both civil and criminal fraud. From the complaint, Elon and his lawyer said Media Matters knowingly and maliciously manufactured side-by-side images depicting advertisers' posts on X-Corp's social media platform besides neo-Nazi and white nationalist fringe content and then portrayed these manufactured images as if they were what was typical of X-users' experience on the platform. Media Matters designed both of these images and its resulting media strategy to drive advertisers away from the platform and destroy X-Corp. I've told you guys before, 
the purchase of X, no matter what you think about Elon Musk. Okay, just like let's take a look. It's not perfect, but let's take a look at what it has done, what it's created. It has created a massive kink in the hose of information. It has taken away the reins of that manufacturing of consent and the media narrative away from not only the government, but also organizations like Media Matters for America. Now, his CEO, Linda Yaccarino, who I know a lot of people don't have uh, fond feelings for, uh, put out a tweet and said that not a single authentic user saw the ads from IBM, from Comcast or Oracle next to the content that was identified by Media Matters. And only two users saw Apple's ads next to the content. At least one of those two users was Media Matters. She said data wins over manipulation or allegations. Don't be manipulated. Stand with X. This is all a manufactured crisis from the very beginning. Now, In the state of Texas, after Elon Musk announced that he was filing this lawsuit, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, somebody who the deep state just tried to remove from the equation but were unsuccessful at doing, also announced that they're going to be announcing a state investigation of Media Matters fraudulent activity against Elon Musk and Twitter. This may blow up into a much larger organization because if you think – That Media Matters created fraudulent information to crucify Elon Musk and X. You better believe that they've done it before. These people are not honest. Their entire goal is to play dirty, to try to destroy people, destroy corporations, destroy brands. And they do it with some big money donors like George Soros and his Open Society Foundation. So the Texas Tribune reported that A.G. Ken Paxton opened this investigation into media matters for the alleged potential fraudulent activity coming directly on the heels of Elon Musk's lawsuit. And this all began because Elon Musk, of course, bought Twitter. He opened the doors to freedom of speech in a limited sense. It's not perfect, as I said. And of course, Media Matters recognizes that this is a direct threat to not only them, but also the controllers. So they created these fake users. They refreshed the feed over and over and over again. They only followed white supremacist content and neo-Nazi content. And they would refresh, refresh, refresh until finally they would get an ad on one of these disgusting posts. And that's simply not how the user experience works on Twitter. Uh, and, you know, like I, I don't have I'm not monetized on Twitter, so I don't even know if people see ads on my feed. But I would you know, suggest it's probably you know fairly unlikely. So this is a full-scale manipulation. As I said, it's both a criminal fraud liability as well as a civil fraud liability. They broke the law, and they specifically interfered with Elon Musk and X's ability to sustain their business. Now, the Texas AG investigation is not the only one. Turns out that the Missouri AG, Andrew Bailey, also uh, the one spearheading the lawsuit uh, on behalf of Gateway Pundit for their the uh, for the uh, manipulation of uh, the tech companies. Uh, they also have uh, announced that they plan to open an investigation into the matter. They're going to be scrutinizing media matters. 
And uh, these have some pretty broad implications for the way that speech is going to be able uh, to be used online. Uh, And it also has fairly important implications for groups like Media Matters, who up until this point have essentially had free reign to destroy people uh, and to control the narrative themselves. Now, I mentioned that this lawsuit was filed in Texas. I want to take you guys back mm, about a year and a half. There was a federal judge in Texas uh, who gave a ruling suggesting that Pfizer could no longer hide their COVID-19 data. He labeled Pfizer as attempting to conceal and obfuscate the information about safety, about efficacy, and about the side effects. And as a result of that decision, uh, where they had previously attempted to withhold the information for the next 55 years, so all their employees that had anything to do with it would be dead, that forced the release of many tens of thousands of documents. This was a lawsuit that was brought by the Public Health and Medical Professionals for Transparency. Their whole goal was to bring transparency to the pandemic. And, of course, the inner workings of these various vaccine companies to determine what they knew and when. That judge who gave that decision was U.S. District Judge Mark Pittman. He found that the Freedom of Information Act that was filed by this organization, the Public Health and Medical Professionals Transparency Group, uh, is of paramount public importance. You, the people, deserve to know what was in those jabs what these companies knew about how dangerous these jabs were. And as a result, he gave Pfizer eight months to release all of that data. So why is this important? Well, because Judge Mark Pittman is the same judge who is going to be presiding over Elon Musk's lawsuit against Media Matters for America. He is a Trump-appointed judge. He's going to be overseeing this lawsuit, and I tend to believe that he's going to not only be fair, he's also going to deliver. So this case is going to be examining the malicious and fraudulent activity of Media Matters, specifically intended to drive advertisers away from X. I would say that Media Matters behavior is also of the paramount public importance. People need to understand just how disingenuous, how evil this organization is. Now, I saw, I think Kitsko said something about maybe me joining uh, the lawsuit. I, I don't really think that's a possibility. I don't have the money to fund another lawsuit. You know, after we got deleted from YouTube, we sued Google. It was a lot of money. And, you know, it showed that our intentions were good, but all, all it did was, um, you know, put us into debt to be quite honest with you. And a lot of the money was raised from the audience, and I sincerely appreciated the support you guys gave. I feel like our argument was sound. We should have won. We should have been able to get our channels back. But at the end of the day, uh, the court, the initial court and the appeals court, they just didn't want to hear it. And a lot of it had to do with the fact that Google is based out of California. So the jurisdiction was uh, was what uh, didn't help us. The jurisdiction in this case is a very different scenario. Media Matters for America is now facing a Trump-appointed judge in Texas for the lawsuit by Elon Musk. Uh, There is also the public investigations by the Texas AG and the AG of the state of Missouri. President Trump and uh, his Truth Media Group also announced yesterday that they are suing something like 20-plus fake news organizations. 
because they lied about Truth Social. Uh, and then, of course, Rumble also announced that they're going to be going after organizations as well. So the tables have turned, my friends, and I know that many people don't have a whole lot of faith in the judicial system, in our Department of Justice, uh, but when you get to these smaller courts, these district designations, you have the opportunity to go before a judge who's honest, not simply a judge who's going to be a sycophant for President Trump, who's just going to go along to get along because he hates the left or he hates cultural Marxism. I don't want judges like that. I don't want judges playing favorites on either side. What I want is a judge who understands the law and makes rulings based upon it. And my friends, I believe that is Mark Pittman. I think Media Matters for America is screwed. I think Elon Musk is going to own them at the end of this. And if it's not Elon Musk, then perhaps the state of Texas or the state of Missouri is going to have the hand in taking them down. But this issue is broad and it has serious implications for the way business is done here in America. We got to set a precedent. We must show that you cannot engage in this sort of completely underhanded activity because that's all they are. They're not a watchdog organization. They're a propaganda organization. They are a hit dog, uh, an attack dog organization. They work for the deep state. They don't work for the people. They don't even work for the left. All right. They are working for themselves at the highest bidder, hoping to control the narrative. And that's over. That time is done. Let's see what kind of stories they come up with in the meantime, because as it seems to me right now, Twitter having all of the sauce about the creation of those accounts and the behavior of those accounts, it's going to be an open and shut case. It's going to be one and done. Now, my mom sent me something over from NT Lawyer that suggests that this is just going to be used as a fundraising opportunity for Media Matters. Yeah, it will. Certainly, of course it will. But are they going to be able to raise the billions of dollars that Elon Musk has? How many billions of dollars do you think George Soros is going to be willing to donate to them through any of his other multiple organizations? Uh, how, how many small dollar donations are they going to get from average everyday Americans? You know, it's not just the Democrats that are losing subscribers, that are losing voters, that are losing supporters. It's organizations like Media Matters. It's media organizations in general because the people see. We see you. You're liars. You're sick. You're sick and your time is done. All right? We are moving into a new age. Absolutely. Thermonuclear is a great word for it. Yes. All right. Let me also say thank you to Two in the Pink for the cookie. Appreciate you. Omazon, good to see you, buddy. Thank you for the gold pills. And then Porpoiseful, thank you for the cookie. I appreciate that. All right. And uh, Chronoviewer, you should know, buddy. You're from the future. Tell us what future incarnation does Media Matters for America occupy? I would hope that their building becomes a burnt-out smoking husk, that Elon Musk wins it in the lawsuit and he demolishes it. And like I said yesterday on Baseless Conspiracies, just take a giant male organ, place it on the homepage of Media Matters for America, and surround it with all of the so-called journalists that work there. 
including David Brock, including Angelo, including Alex, all of those people right there with that giant indelible symbol plastered on their foreheads. All right. So um, you guys remember the investigation. I'm sure you do in Muskegon, the voter fraud investigation that criminal AG Dana Nessel, also a George Soros connected person. Uh, and when I say connected, it's not just that she had lunch with George Soros sometime. Uh, it's that like she is totally a part of that initiative to get left wing liberal, completely illegal minded people into public office. Uh, same with secretaries of states like Jenna Griswold out there in Colorado. There's a whole bunch of them. You guys know we've talked about it before. So Dana Nessa lied to the American people. She lied to the people of Michigan about this investigation. GBI Strategies is the company that seemed to be not only harvesting and trafficking in ballots, but they also had literally an armory there, an arsenal of short-barreled rifles with silencers. Why does a voting rights organization need a front business to store short-barreled rifles with silencers in them? It sounds like they were ready to go to war. Sounds like they were maybe they were planning to go murder Trump supporters or to create a, another false flag mass shooting event and then blame it on somebody else so that they could continue to get the sort of policy changes they were looking for. I don't know. Nobody knows because Gary Bell's certainly not talking. GBI strategies, you know, they're not talking either. But back in August, when we initially reported on this. We found that in the city of Muskegon, there was an investigation into GBI strategies. The Michigan State Police, they also investigated GBI strategies. There was something like ten to 12,000 suspicious voter registration applications that were turned in at one city clerk, the city of Muskegon. And they had operations all over the state of Michigan. So if we're talking, say, let's give them, let's just go 10,000 10, votes, Okay. There's a lot of counties in Michigan, a lot of places where GBI strategies could be operating. They wouldn't need to have offices in every single one. They could set up in one spot, have like a five-county radius all around them, and just drive there in a single day. So at the time that we reported on this, uh, the investigations were supposedly still ongoing. Uh, They had never been closed officially, but what we could tell from the basics and all of the details that were released, this was a widespread effort to try to insert what appeared to be fraudulent ballots for Democrats all around the state of Michigan, and at the end of the day, law enforcement knew about it. And of course, GBI strategies had connections financially to Joe Biden and the nationwide DNC. So Attorney General Dana Nessel, a Democrat herself, lied to the American people. She claimed on so many occasions there was no fraud in 2020. We know that's a lie. She claimed that the 2020 elections were the safest and most secure in American history. That's a lie. But now, as a result of the continued digging of citizen journalists like a a man named Yehuda Miller from New Jersey – He was able to file a number of Freedom of Information Acts, the Michigan Freedom of Information Act. He was seeking the the video of interviews that authorities had previously refused to hand over to the Gateway Pundit. This is interviews performed by the Michigan law enforcement officers questioning an employee of GBI strategies. He also was able to discover that Dana Nessel and the Muskegon police – 
were lying when they said that the investigation was ongoing. They officially closed it behind closed doors back in the spring of 2021, and they didn't arrest anybody because they were working for the Dems. So just a moment. Who owns GBI Strategies? Jessica's from Brooklyn. Oh, none of us from Detroit. And Manas from Miami, and Gary's from Madison. Gary Bell, that's him. So Gary Bell's the owner. Correct. I was compliant. That was my role. Compliance? Compliance. In the compliance department. Um, 20 registrations went out per day per canister. Well, slow down for me. So 20 applications for voter registrations went out. Per canvasser. Per canvasser. Correct. And then it was your job to check, to check them and make sure they were. So where were you getting the, the actual voter application forms? Well. There, was that something that G, yeah. GBI was generating or um, the same phone number on it? See, that's where the flags come in. Right. We don't know that. That's how we started getting flags in the system. And they sent me out to the ski because it was more than normal flags. Addresses getting made up and things like that. The whole thing was made up. Those ten to 12,000 fraudulent voter registrations were all fictitious people. And the state of Michigan, the Michigan State Police, Muskegon Police, they all knew. Dana Nessel killed this investigation. This is a 28-minute video, and I would suggest that you go and watch the whole thing. You guys are going to know pretty much everything that they're saying in here. But watching it, watching it be spoken... Hold on. Did that not go through? Watching. Hang on. Let me let me try a different way. We'll go copy the link. Watching the Michigan State Police get all of this information and then knowing that they just sat on it, knowing they sat on it when all across the country, left hard talking heads have been saying ever since 2020, you know, there is no evidence of widespread voter fraud. Because no judges will hear cases. There's plenty of evidence. What we are missing here is a judge with the balls required to actually adjudicate the case. So this woman giving this information to the Michigan State Police uh, has uh, has a lot to say. A lot of really good stuff to say. Let's go ahead and watch a shorter clip from the longer interview. Oh, no, God, this is a longer clip <laughs> of the shorter interview. Let me pass this out, too. If you've got an hour and 40 minutes to kill, this is going to be a good one to see. There we go. So that 28-minute video is just the good parts. <laughs> oh, man. So these interrogation files came from a request that was sent to Dana Nessel's office. Uh, And let me remind you, Dana Nessel is the same one who is prosecuting the 16 Trump alternate electors because they dared to stand up and say, we don't believe that the results of this election are free, fair or factual. They went in just as the Democrats do every year. Let me just repeat that. Everybody has alternate electors. They have them ready because there are election challenges in every single election. The only difference this time was that the fox was in charge of the hen house. So we have also a ton of uh, paper that was sent right here and received by Yahuwah. Michigan 
voter registration fraud investigation, GBI and Empower Michigan, heavily redacted samples of fraudulent voter registration cards have been released by FOIA request. Let's let's take a look here. All right. So this is one example of the uh, fraudulent voter education, voter edu- voter registration cards. Let me take a look at this information. Uh, okay, so they appear to be filled out uh, by people who don't exist. They have redacted the personal information, and uh, and again, there's you know tens of thousands of these. Tens of thousands of these. So this guy is uh, – I'm, I'm going to try to get an interview with this guy. I, I just followed him today. Never heard of him before. Yehuda Miller. Uh, but he's obviously doing good work and uh, that's what's important. So again, knowing that Dana Nessel had full knowledge of this alleged fraud, which you know is fairly well documented, she continues to try to prosecute the people who also believed that there was fraud. She had full knowledge, full personal knowledge. And we know this because the logs show that she personally authored a relevant email on this topic that was excluded from production to the FOIA response. That means that Dana Nessel was having private conversations on her state of Michigan email account. And they refused to release that information. A private log is a listing of files that a legal entity refuses to turn over because they might contain relevant legal privilege. We've got enough evidence in Muskegon showing that these private logs had Dana Nessel chronically lying about the fraud case. Eleanor 2000 says, Zach, we take for granted the time-consuming work you and other independent content creators provide for us in the red-pilled world. Thank you. Uh, thank yous are not enough. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate it, Eleanor. Uh, yeah, th- thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you guys so much, and I also hope that everybody here has a lovely Thanksgiving. I might end up doing something late night tomorrow. If I do, I, I don't know that I'm going to announce it uh, you know, too soon. It all depends on you know how the day goes. Lisa and I got all of our stuff to cook dinner yesterday, so we're going to be waking up real early in the morning on Thursday. We're going to throw that turkey in. I'm probably going to prep everything the night before so that the herbs and spices can soak their way into the turkey. I got to make a brine. I almost forgot, honey. I think I have the stuff to make a brine uh, up in the cupboard. All right. So uh, continuing on, Nestle lied about the investigation. She did not want to provide the documents because the documents would prove that the election was most likely stolen in the state of Michigan. And the Washington Post's Sarah Ellison uh, was recently calling a couple of sources from the Gateway Pundits reporting on this case. They probably wanted to put another fact check out stating that none of the reporting was accurate. Uh, and this is, again, par for the course. Uh, they make people who don't really understand how this works believe that they're going to give a statement and that statement's going to be accurately reflected when what really happens is they take your words, they twist it, and they place it up against, you know, something that just sounds crazy. This is why I've never spoken. With the mainstream media, I've been contacted by many different mainstream publications. They want me to talk to them about, you know, what's going on, but I never spoke to any of them. It doesn't matter. They were going to write the articles anyways. They had their mind made up and there was nothing that I was going to do to stop them about it. 
So more information continues to come out. I'm going to see if I can get Yehuda Miller on the show. We're going to see if we can't dive into uh, more detail live here on stream. I'll let you guys know how that goes. So this, I feel, is vaccine mandate. If so, I would suggest you guys get a hold of these people. These are also uh, another couple of gentlemen that I'm going to be working to get here on the show because this is so important. People's lives were ruined because they refused to submit to an unnecessary and completely ineffective vaccine slash genetic modification therapy. So they're planning to put together a lawsuit with all of the service members of every branch who were either kicked out or illegal, illegally ordered to stop drilling, resulting in a loss of pay or benefits. How much money is at stake here? Well, Saran suggests it's in the billions. It's worth billions. That's just flat out. That's what it is in back pay. It's billions of dollars. The lawsuits have been filed in the U.S. Court of Federal Claims, which Saran said is a specialized court where illegal discharges are heard. This is the only place where it's going to be. The Court of Claims has been around since the Reconstruction era. It's a very old court and kind of a weird one. But in any event, you can go there if you've got a claim and say, hey, I was illegally discharged or the military did something to impede my pay and the court of claims is where you go. How many people are we talking here? Somewhere between 80,000 and 100,000 service members. We've got not only people who have been forced out of the military, but active duty and reservists uh, who are all impacted by the mandate. Uh, You've got more than 8,000 active duty troops who were kicked out. Tens of thousands of reservists were told not to drill anymore or they were moved to inactive status. Uh, they were basically, without the benefit of any due process, no boards were held. They didn't hold any administrative separation boards. They didn't have any hearings. They didn't do any federal recognition boards. None of the administrative or judicial processes were used. They just flat out did it. And then they got the Coast Guard to follow along, and they got a bunch of Coasties as well. Now, one such former Coast Guard member uh, is suing for damages. His name is Zach Loesch. President Biden had called personally to thank for saving people's lives during Hurricane Ian. And then two weeks later, Loesch was kicked out of the Coast Guard for not taking the vaccine. Saran says that the monetary damages were not only from lost back pay, but also from repayment of enlistment bonuses. So say you enlisted for five years, you got a bonus of $50,000, and then they're like, hey, we're going to inject you with this. And you say, yo, that's experimental, like that's not actually licensed. And the Department of Defense's order only said that we'd have to take licensed vaccines. This says experimental. So they throw you out. And then they're like, well, you didn't fulfill your obligation, so you got to give us back that $50,000. They've got a bunch of young clients, guys who are getting money taken back. So not only did they throw them out, they also reached into their bank accounts unceremoniously, illegally, wrongfully, and take money back from them. So then they're immediately without a job. They've got no separation pay. They've got no extra cash when they leave. They're just standing out in the cold. And the United States government under Joseph Robinette Biden just says, well, there you go. You're on your own, kid. So then debt collectors are coming. Maybe your house got repossessed. Maybe your car got taken away. Maybe you ended up having to file for bankruptcy. There's so much damage that was done as a result of this. The money that they denied these service members is criminal. The treatment of these men and women was absolutely criminal. 
And I think that they're going to get exactly what they deserve, which is full reinstatement, full back pay, all of their money's given back. And if they lost their home or their car or something else terrible happened to them, then the U.S. government is going to have to pay that back, too. Well, thank you very much for being here. Thank you for the uh, uh, the support, bro. I appreciate you. Uh, so there is a lot of precedent to back this up. I think these guys have a really good case. And when they bring it in the form of a class action, it's going to have even a lot more power. And also the venue, very specific, very important. And uh, I, I think this is going to go in the direction that these men and women need it to go and want it to go. And uh, frankly, I want to see them pay. I want to see Joe Biden's regime pay. Because these people are owed that. They personally devastated, decimated the United States military. Our military readiness is at the worst point it has been in modern history. They have been forced to try to recruit from people who don't even qualify for the minimum minimum requirements of what it would normally take to join the military. Just so they can try to keep some bodies in those boots. And unfortunately... They're going to send some of them into the meat grinder, I think. We need quality, talented, disciplined, military-minded individuals who want to serve their country for the right reasons, not people who want to get into the country illegally. That's the reason they're joining, or they they believe that Joe Biden's going to give them the right to vote. (sighs) So I can't wait to see what happens in this case because Joe Biden deserves everything that's coming to him. And, you know, take a look at this. This is just another affront to decency. So it was widely known when Joe Biden pulled us out of Afghanistan and abandoned $80 billion of equipment. uh, It was just positioned as, you know, something that had to happen. You know, a lot of guys were like, hey, what the the hell are we doing? Are are we going to leave all this stuff here? Because the Taliban is just going to come in and pick it up. They're going to use it. They're going to sell it on the black market. I wonder if they were thinking, is the government going to make me pay for this because they ordered me to leave it? No, I, I doubt it. I doubt many people were thinking that the government was going to make them pay back the supplies and the equipment that they were forced to leave. But that's exactly what they're doing. A U.S. Army soldier has revealed that the Biden regime has charged him for equipment that he was ordered to leave during the withdrawal of Afghanistan. His name is uh, Brock Michael. He's actually a former soldier in the U.S. Army's 82nd Airborne Division, and he's not happy. He's expressed a profound disappointment and frustration with the current regime. So Michael recently concluded his full four-year active duty tour, and he shared his grievances in a now-deleted video uh, during his gear turn-in day. This is a standard procedure when you're leaving the military. So the 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 problem he has, it's all about being charged a ridiculous amount of money for the equipment that the military had ordered him to abandon during the haphazard withdrawal of U.S. forces from Afghanistan. We're talking about $3,561. That's a lot of money for anybody. But you're leaving the U.S. Army. Uh, not as like a commissioned officer, okay? Like you're just a, a regular guy. You're on your way out, and they say, "Guess what? Before you can leave, you got to give us a check for three thousand five hundred sixty-one dollars." And it's even more offensive because he didn't have a choice in the matter. I'm sure, just like you know, many other soldiers, Brock Michael would have loved to have taken all of his gear with him, 
But it was so haphazard. It was so tumultuous. There was no way for it to happen because Joe Biden is a weak and ineffectual leader. Joe Biden isn't even a leader. Joe Biden has blood on his hands for the lives that were lost. So the Taliban terrorists ended up with $85 billion in weapons and supplies. And uh, (laughs) yeah, we've talked about this ad nauseum. I just never thought that the government was going to try to make our men and women pay for this. Let's take a look. We've done this before, but 2,000 Humvees and MRAPs, 75,989 total vehicles of various types, 45 Blackhawks, 50 Scout attack choppers. We've got military drones. We've got civilian and military Cessnas. We've got C-130s. <laughs> You've got 200 in total, 208 total aircraft. At least 600,000 small arms, so like M16s, SAWs, M24s, 50 cals, grenade launchers, Gatling guns, 61,000 M203 rounds, 20,040 hand grenades. You got howitzers, mortars, 162,000 pieces of encrypted military communications gear, 16,000 night vision goggles. I would kill for a pair of military night vision goggles. The list goes on. The list goes on. So Michael conveyed his anger in this video that he posted. And uh, he said when they were forced to leave Afghanistan, it was hectic. It was chaotic. It was disgusting. He felt disappointed with the government's actions, both before, during, and after. He said, I want to holler. I want to scream. I want to yell, but it won't do any good. Today is gear turn-in day. Turn in all the gear I've collected over the last four years of being active duty with the Army, with the 82nd Airborne. Two years ago, my unit deployed to Afghanistan for the withdrawal. We spent a few weeks over there. It was hectic, chaotic, disgusting, maybe disappointed in our government. And in those final moments, they were ordered to leave behind all their gear because the aircraft that was meant to carry them out could not accommodate all of that additional weight. He actually, at the time, expressed concerns. His comrades, his brothers, they said that the cost of this abandoned equipment was going to be worth way more than what the government should be willing to let go. But they were reassured that they would not be held responsible for it. Today, I'm reminded of how disappointed I am in our government. I go to turn in my gear. They want to charge me $500 to $1,000 for gear that I was ordered to leave in Afghanistan two years ago. Because as the last two birds were sitting on the tarmac ready to leave, there wasn't enough room for gear, no extra weight. Today, therefore, we were told to leave it. Some lower enlisted dudes, like including myself, we we were like, no, this stuff is expensive. I'm not going to leave this. I'm going to get charged for this. Well, when it comes time to leave, don't worry. We're going to catch you on the back end. However, during his gear turn in, he got this bill, a bit of harsh reality. Doesn't actually list everything that he was forced to leave. We've got some number designations and a couple of uh, uh, titles over on the right. But I think that all that matters is the $3,561.26. They're just, they're going to get you for every penny. Every penny. And need I remind you that this is as at a time where the U.S. government, the Pentagon, just went and handed a $100 million check to Vladimir Zelensky and Ukraine. How many billions of dollars have we already pumped into that cesspool? You might as well take a bag of $100 bills and flush it down the toilet. Take uh, the, uh, what was it, the Dark Knight, <laughs> when the Joker sets a, a 
huge pile of money on fire. We give money to the Taliban currently. We gave $85 billion in materials to the Taliban. All that money to Ukraine. How much money are we sending all around the world? We can't give our own guys a break. $3,500 is nothing for the U.S. government. But for somebody like Brock Michael, that might be the difference between being able to pay your rent, being able to take care of your family, being able to pay for your car, or just having to sleep out in the cold. Well, they don't care about you. They don't care about us. The U.S. government, the bureaucratic red tape that makes up this current authoritarian regime, it's not built around people. It's not built around your interests. It's built around the self-sustainment of the bloat, of the waste, of the disgusting nature that it is. All right, so... Uh, let me see if there's any more. Yes. Uh, let me say thank you to J2 Dank uh, for the can, Liberty Bells for the cookie, Boise Blanc 89 for the cookie as well. And then also yesterday, I just realized that there were a couple of cash apps I didn't, uh, I didn't say thank you for. Phillips, she said, I really hope this is you, Red Pill. Phillips, it is me. It's definitely me. You did it right again. Uh, Glenette, my friend Glenette, this was from uh, over the weekend. Glenette uh, is close with, uh, um, well, I, mean, I guess maybe I don't want to spe- say speak out of turn, but she was trying to help me get an interview with somebody and it didn't work out. But uh, I'm glad you're still watching the show, Glenette. It's good to see you. She says, I'm so glad I could actually catch you live. I'm glad too. I know that you catch the replays and uh, when you're live in the chat, well, the show is actually going. It's a totally different experience. Also, thank you to uh, to uh, DM Dubs. DM Dubs, thank you very much. He said, this is for RP78. I appreciate you, brother. All right. So, yeah, Anthcran. These are the same soldiers that need to draw food stamps to feed their families. These are the same soldiers who have just been shit on by the United States military, by the United States government. You know, I, I mean... These men and women, they put their lives on the line to serve their country, to keep us safe, and to try to do the right thing. You know, for once, just for once, I would love to see the United States government doing the right thing. But unfortunately, they just want to take all your money. They want to make you destitute, and they want to destroy your resolve because if you are unable to submit any extra time to saving this country, if the only thing you can worry about is making sure you stay alive, then it's a lot easier for them to control you. But screw that, okay? You cannot break us. You cannot keep us from the one thing that must happen. That, my friends, is saving this country. These people know their time is nigh, that it's almost the end. I feel that we have a bright, bright future ahead of us. I'm very excited about this. It's going to be a wild year, so get ready. Strap in. I want to say one more time, thank you to everybody for hanging out with us today. And uh, Lisa and I got to go to Home Depot. So until tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern with another episode of Red Pill News, good luck and God bless. We'll see you guys then.
last-minute donation on Ko-Fi, whoever you are. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass 
glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.